says uh, MTN has become the biggest wireless operator on the continent by pushing into markets that a few rivals would touch from Syria to Afghanistan to South Sudan. MTN's aggressive strategy has helped it grow in its customers, a uh, customer base there to 229 million subscribers. But MTN shareholders are calling for new leadership with a different approach. John, good to be talking to you. This call of a new leadership uh, coming out quite strongly at uh, the company's annual meeting on Wednesday. What happened there? Was there blood on the floor? Oh, hi there. Um, no, I wouldn't say there was blood on the floor so much, uh, we, but we did hear from the CEO of the ESCOM Pension and Provident Fund, who is one of the sort of top 40 shareholders. And what he what he expressed is probably something which um, which other shareholders have, have certainly told us here, uh, that uh, the new CEO, who MTN is looking for right now, um, must uh, look very closely at the company's risk management strategy. So when it enters new markets or, or how it handles operations in the markets it's already in, it must try and avoid um, pitfalls such as the the massive fine that it received in Nigeria last year. But, but when you look at uh, pushing into really risky uh, markets, that, that, that's how MTN has been profitable. I guess the returns have been, have been big. Are they, are they now calling for a new leadership that will push into more riskier uh, markets or they want to pull back a little bit and be cautious? Um, I think they just want the, the company to be managed in a way that uh, they can see in advance you know, um, things that are happening. If you think about the markets that they're in, they, MTN has, has done very well to enter those markets and, and, grow, and grow very, very fast because at the time they entered them, there was not a lot of take-up of mobile phone use and they're there to, to, to take advantage of, of, of that growth trend. But these markets, compared, say, to markets in Europe, will have less predictable government policy, less predictable regulatory policy. And in some extreme cases, like Syria and South Sudan, have actually broken into civil war. The company needs to be able to anticipate um, these problems and somehow mitigate against them. That is, a, that is what shareholders have, uh, are, are keen on uh, for the next phase of growth. Or the role then of the likes of uh, Putuman Tlego, for instance, who spent more than a decade building MTN Group Ltd into Africa's biggest, uh, uh, you know, markets. What what will it be as as and then he he left. He came back to stabilize, uh, you know, in the in the face of what what's happening in in Nigeria and the resignation of uh, the former CEO right now. So the, what what kind of role will he and and many uh, of his stature will be playing at MTN now? Your question is, what is his role going to be? Yes, and, and, and many other people who were there uh, with him when MTN really was uh, chattering through Africa and, and riskier markets. Right, I see. Well, he's come back. And remember that uh, he left in 2011, uh, although he stayed on as the non-executive chairman um, who, who just chairs the board because uh, he has other interests. You know, he has his Pembani company. Um, when he came back to the company, to MTN, I mean, as the executive chairman, like the CEO role, he said he would do two things. One, he would resolve the problem in Nigeria. And the second was appoint a new CEO. And when he has completed those two those two tasks, he will then presumably go back to non-executive chairman. But although I don't think we can, we haven't got actual confirmation of that, in which case the new CEO will come and um, and, and lead the company from, from that point.
And this should, should happen quite soon. According to MTN, they hope to appoint a new CEO by the end of June. And uh, finally, John, just update us on uh, the situation uh, between MTN and, uh, and Nigerian authorities. Sure. Uh, it's not an easy question to answer, but um, since... Uh, if we go back to October when the fine was levied, MTN immediately started negotiating with the Nigerian Communications Commission, which is the main regulator who actually made the fine in the first place. Uh, since then, uh, negotiations, as we understand it from the Nigerian authorities, have been on hold for a while, while the House of Representatives in Nigeria investigates the fine, maybe its size and how it was delivered. Although yesterday, the House of Representatives told us that the, the regulator could restart negotiations if it, if it wishes. Uh, so we're in a kind of limbo period where we haven't had much progress uh, in the last, say, couple of months, not since uh, MTN's most recent offer was, was, was made. All right. It, any front runners really to take up the leadership at uh, MTN? I wouldn't like to speculate on actual names, but um, it's clear that the PIC, who are the MTN's biggest shareholder, um, have said that they would like someone who has experience running a multinational telecommunications company. Uh, they also said they'd like someone South African, but uh, we understand that uh, MTN is looking um, are looking in, in many different areas. But experience running international multinational company is, I think, going to be uh, paramount. And there aren't obviously that many candidates who are certainly not ones who want to leave their current position or who are available. So I think that's why the search has taken yeah, some time. Thank you very much, uh, John Boca, who is uh, with uh, Bloomberg News. The JSE Crossing. All the highs and lows. All the market updates. All on Midday Live. Paolo Di Almeida is with Assassin Securities. Good to be chatting to you, Paolo. How are it you is, looking? It is good, uh, good to be chatting uh, again. Uh, actually, a good day on the market today. Um, we're up. But uh, interesting comments from your last guest there on MTN. It's been such a topical share given its recent step down under the 130 Rand mark again. Um, what's interesting about it is that uh, he suggested, he spoke about all the issues there, the fine, we still have no detail, and the CEO. But what's interesting is that international investors have started to notice the problems there. Famous investor Jim Chanos, I don't know if you're familiar with him, uh, he's famous for making calls on companies falling and making money, calling them short. And not so long ago, about the beginning of the month, he came out and he pitched his idea of shorting MTN at a conference in New York. So I think a lot of negative sentiment about MTN, especially in the market. Today, it's a little bit softer, it's down about half a percent at 125 Rand 50 cents. Big movers today? Big movers today. Bidvest, definitely one of the biggest movers for today. It's an important day for Bidvest, and um, the reason being it's the last day you can buy Bidvest before the company splits into two companies. One housing the industrial assets of um, the industrial assets and the other holding the more sexier food assets. So it's had a phenomenal run this week. Shares up 7% this week and up 3% today as investors pile in last minutes before that happens. Also one impact uh, Packaging company that recently, or no, not recently, a couple of years ago got spun out of Mondi. Uh, it had a horrible week. On Monday, it put out a statement saying that it expected earnings to fall 20%, far from market expectations. That sent the share tumbling 20%. Then to make things worse, 
uh, yesterday the company announced that the Competition Commission has raided their offices in, uh, in connection with allegations that it's been colluding in uh, packaging, uh, specifically in board. So the share has been smacked another 3%. Currently today, it's up 1%, trying to regain some lost ground, but it's losing its gains relatively quickly. So let's hold thumbs that things are better next week for, for these guys. Market indicators, Paolo? Having a look at the indicators, Rand 15.55 to the dollar, a pound 22.77 and a euro 17.38. The metals, they've been under pressure as uh, Fed, uh, Fed members in the United States have been making very hawkish comments. So gold, $1,218 an ounce and then platinum under that $1,000 mark, $993 an ounce. Thank you very much, Paolo D. Almeida of Sasfin Securities.